Hello, everyone, and we are going to re-enter this episode of Nani's Tunes Podcast with Avery and Lee. And we have a special guest today. Welcome back, Monk. It's great to have you here in person. Thank you, man. It's great to be here. I know you recorded a couple months, or last month with us, and we did enter the 38 chambers, 36 chambers. I think I messed that up when we did the original <laughs> podcast as well. But yeah, we're going to do re-enter the 36 chambers. Is it re-enter? Okay, that's what oh, I have return. written down. Yeah, so oh. your whole opening makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. But we're keeping it. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, return to the 36 chambers by Old Dirty Bastard. Or the OD. dirty version. Yes, the dirty version. Or ODB, as I like to call them when we were growing up. We were hanging out a lot together. I've learned Dirt McGirt is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fun to say. What about you, Monk? Do you have a favorite nickname of ODB? Big Baby Jesus. Yeah, that's I would a good have one. to say that, that stole my heart. <laughs> Talked about him a little bit when we did the Wu-Tang Clan. And I thought we told some good stories. But I wrote all this down. So I am getting this out right from the start. <laughs> Listen to the paper crinkling right now. So, here's some of the crimes he's been arrested for, or like in court for, or accused of. You guys can sit back, take a little break. Assault, robbery, failure to pay, pay child support, house invasion, shoplifting, failing to appear in court, criminal threatening, attempted murder, criminal weapons possession, driving without a license, wearing a bulletproof vest which was illegal at the time, I guess it's not now. Crack cocaine possession. Traffic offenses. I don't even know what this is. But anyway, <laughs> there are so many. Anyways, I'm not going to go from each one, but after his death, and which was 2004, but in 2012, the FBI released his, actually released his file. They talked about his alleged connection to three murders and even the Wu-Tang Clan were up for the racketeer-influenced and corrupt organization. <laughs> but, yeah, there was a lot. He had a busy life. Did they release that before he died or after? No, after. In 2012, they released oh, okay. it. He died in 2004. Yeah, I oh, said okay. that kind of, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's a lot. Just wanted I like, to get that out. I like in how some of his songs he talks about stuff that he did. Like, he still collects welfare at 26. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very incriminating himself. Yes, yes. Although there was one time that he was arrested for shooting cops, but he was free because there was no evidence. They uh, shot at him eight times and said he shot back, but he didn't. There was no evidence. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just, New York's finest. Yeah. I mean, was up for a whole bunch of things. He was <laughs> no angel, but, <laughs> but that was kind of amazing actually that he was found that he was cleared i think i agree <laughs> i was waiting for avery to say something yeah no, i have not yeah that was my that was mo the most of my research <laughs> just a criminal intent not the only thing but yeah like like we're doing a true crime podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we we could i actually have been listening to a podcast called disgraceland and they talk about all these crimes and stuff in music. And they're going through the Wu-Tang Clan, but ODB's 
not out yet. I listened to the RZA <laughs> one. Did I listen to Method Man, Ghostface Killer, just the Wu Tang Clan? So I thought Disgraceland could have been Britney Spears and Kate Britton. No, <laughs> <laughs> but they talk about a lot of like many music things, but they are not Wu Tang. Okay. This I just discovered this podcast. It's pretty good for That's anyone. Cool. I, I don't know if I should promote another podcast. Yeah. Anyway. No, promote away. Good podcast is a good podcast. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. What did everyone think about this album? Again, like Wu-Tang Clan, it was hard to listen to around her son. Yep. I didn't want to, I don't want him to pick up any of the colorful language. Not that I'm against it. I'm not promoting censorship or anything. Just not appropriate for his age. For him. For him, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so that, it was good. Like I enjoyed some of the songs. I enjoyed the shout outs to Wu-Tang. I felt like, like with all the guests that were on this album, it was definitely Wu-Tang adjacent. And it's interesting how it's a Method Man album, but there was like a lot of people on it and a lot of influence from. Like produced by Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if it was like a Wu-Tang Clan album. like Right. And I love the reference returning to the 36 Chambers, meaning yeah. involving them all, right? Yeah. Again, I enjoyed like some of the clips from movies. Yep. Like I enjoyed that. I thought that was kind of cool. And again, just picking up where Wu Tang left off, and it it was a good continuation of that. Right. Yeah. And I didn't know this album. I knew Shimmy Shimmy. Yeah. 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 I'm like yo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it though. (laughs) But Yeah. yeah, I think that's the only song I knew. But. The only disappointing thing about this album was Baby I Got Your Money wasn't on yeah. this album. <laughs> but that means we have to do the next one. I'm not against that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Monk, you picked this album. Why this album? I really found that it was definitely one of my, when we talk about the Wu-Tang, aside from breaking them up on solo projects his album stands in my opinion way at the top for me because it was just such a jamma back when i was a kid listening to wu-tang and then odb's album came out and i was majorly obsessed with that i didn't steal that album but, uh, <laughs> i want to set the record clear on that i was going to ask <laughs> i feel though odb would somehow approve he just, would just, he yeah. would yep but it's just my parents wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) So did you go to the same record store and buy this album that you got the Wu-Tang Clan album from? That's a very good question. I don't know if I bought that in New Glasgow or if I bought it on a trip to Halifax. I really can't recall how I scored that album. I know I paid for it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did you buy it? I remember there was going to Halifax as a teenager was a huge thing. And there was HMV where you'd have to go like up the stairs. It was like two yeah. stories. And then there was that little music. Like, Sam the Record Man? No, it was like a it was a CD store, tape store on Agricola Street, I think. Was that used? Yeah, they CD had a whole bunch of used CDs. They had like bootleg copies. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so do I. I don't know the name of it. Yeah, Danny took me to that. Yeah, I remember going there with Danny as well. I miss going to a record music store, rifling through CDs. Yeah. 
I still do that collecting vinyl. Oh yeah, I can see that. Just thought I'd throw my do that. <laughs> now, do you have any Wu Tang or ODB or any like Wu Tang artists on vinyl? Yeah, I have Wu Tang. Enter the Thirty Six Chambers. Wu Tang Forever, the Four OP, and I have ODB, of course. I, this, this one, yeah, okay, yeah. awesome, awesome, yeah, definitely. When was the last time you listened to this? Which I don't need an um, exact, but if you know it, I definitely listened no. to the album today. Well, yeah, um, of course, but I put it on once I did get the record. I actually got it in between recording the previous Wu Tang podcast oh and then, so it's just new yeah, yeah yeah so i had that album on driving drew a little bit wu-tang crazy i think <laughs> that's all right it's not a bad thing to be listening no or no. driving a really like, crazy <laughs> yeah that's right you can't get down with dirty what can you get down with <laughs> i'm trying to think of that like pop song you can get down with you know? <laughs> I'm trying to think of it too. I'm like around it, but not quite. You had it on vinyl. You have it on when you originally got it. Was a tape cassette for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, if you're listening to that as a teenager, are you playing video games? What 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 memories does this bring back for you? Definitely working on my basketball dribbling game. Okay. Like always trying to jam out, feel that rhythm, and again, of course, a lot of NBA Jam. and a little bit of skateboarding in my basement and yeah that's pretty well it that and smoking cigarettes and trying to figure out how doty old dirty bastards putting those bars together you know (laughs) (laughs) i i find odb's voice probably a little bit more unique than the rest of them yeah i like that yeah yeah almost what you were saying on the last podcast you were on just like how he's a little bit more loose. Yeah. And I call it sloppy, yeah, but it, it comes yeah. so tight. Yeah, it's like it doesn't seem like he knows what he's rapping about, but it's so awesome at the same time. That's right. That's right. Like half of those rhymes, could he ever rap them again? You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. it just all felt like a freestyle. Yeah. I have a description from a Rolling Stone article of it, of him, and it says with his raspy lisp punctuated voice and half sung half rap style old dirty oh. bastard may well be the most original vocalist in hip hop history i agree with yeah. that that's like yeah. raspy, that's sound. half sung half yeah. Rapped. yeah yeah and i think that's why i enjoyed the album right. so much cuz he was the main focus on this album obviously because it's his album but yeah the dirty version yeah <laughs> like but he's prominent in Wu-Tang Clan but not the center and i think that's like he needs more of that center like people around him instead of him around people you know right right no it was really cool to hear his voice and stuff you're absolutely right because when you listen to the wu-tang and then old dirty slaps a rhyme together you're like well that's irrelevant (laughs) (laughs) And, and then they get back on focus and then hearing his own thoughts and his own solo stuff you're like oh man this guy really yeah. tells a very vivid tale you know? yeah he does. and vivid. i get what you just said right there is what i've been trying to think about all day it's a vivid tale because when he's rapping you can hear those lyrics like, like 
visualize what you see. Right. Even if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> There's several times I did not want to visualize some of the stuff he would say. Like you did. <laughs> I also heard it described as frighteningly funny hip hop. Like, yeah. Like, it, that's frighteningly funny. I got it. Absolutely. I wrote down uncomfortable, <laughs> but I, enjoyed it. Like, I, I think it is uncomfortable for yeah. some people and maybe a lot of people because he is rapping about real life events sometimes. Yeah. Like, period blood. <laughs> maybe. That one stuck yeah. out to me. And yeah. even, and I'm a but woman. I, it's some of the uncomfortableness of real life. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. It's funny how vulgar I think that album is now versus <laughs> when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was like, well, if you ain't saying fuck 47 times in an album, are you even rapping? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But everyone complains of like Cardi B being like vulgar now, but I don't <laughs> think she's any worse than what no. we grew up She with. should just do a cover album she- over. <laughs> she's yeah. just a woman so gets the <laughs> not that i know a lot of cardi b but <laughs> you know just... so i do have some facts okay the fact that he's flavor phase carson i did not know that. i found that out today are you serious according to wikipedia yeah, yeah. i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> they kind of have a similar like oh absolutely same drug problem yeah i was thinking like <laughs> outrageous vibe kind of very right. yeah yeah like Absolutely. character a lot of characters yes yeah. <laughs> okay so i don't think we even talked about the release date of this uh-huh. it was march 28th 1995 that's mm. right and it peaked at number seven on the billboard top 200 wow and number two on the top r&b hip-hop album charts and <laughs> it also sold eighty-one thousand copies in its first week Good for dirty. I wouldn't say it's the greatest selling album of all time, but it's decent. Yeah. In Canada, it reached a Canadian top albums slash CDs. Had a peak position of number 48. Wow. And I don't think even Wu-Tang entered the 36 Chambers made that chart. No, I don't remember it doing so well in Canada. Yeah. But yeah, it has a ton of accolades, though. Like, you know, whether it's on like lists of 500 CDs you must own before you die. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to own after you die, but <laughs> hip hop's top 25 greatest albums by year 1980 to 1998. So it was that ranked number four. Wow. In 1999 by Ego Trip. And, you know, there's all kinds of other things like albums of the year in France and United Kingdom. The top 136 albums of the 90s. Which is an odd number to have, yeah. But for an odd person, yeah, it came in nine, number eighty-seven. So, oh, cool! It was all over the place with other stuff. You can make, everybody can make up. Do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing you say. No, I'm not saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Canadian. Oh no, you were going to go more. In no, records. no, I don't. I don't have anything else. I do have a Canadian. Okay, let's so. hear. Because, as always, it's hard not to have a Canadian connection. But ODB was a member of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> you don't say. I That's a say. fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> Another member of the Wu Tang Clan was Method Man, mm-hmm. and he started with Red Man in a movie called How High. 
mm-hmm. and the TV show Method in Red. Yep. Redman collected, or sorry, Redman collaborated with Christina Aguilera on the song Gertie. Christina Aguilera, Aguilera has been close. a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, a show created by RuPaul. Imagine that. Imagine. <laughs> not, not part of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> RuPaul has made appearances in and has interactions with many celebrities, including Anna Nicole Smith, during an event and award shows. Anna Nicole Smith co-starred with Pamela Anderson on a film called Naked Gun 33 and a Half, The Final Insult. And <laughs> Naked Gun 33 and a Half starred Liam Neeson, who is Canadian. Yes. And I skipped right over that Pam Anderson connection. There you go. <laughs> I, I, have, I have two. I have two. Oh, okay. One is that... Shimmy Shimmy Yeah was in the movie Knocked Up, starring Canadian Seth Rogen. There you go. But yeah. it was the video for it was directed by Hype Williams, who also directed No Scrubs by TLC, which is about Canadian Dave Coulier. Is Dave Coulier Canadian? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. How did you not know that? I thought I've used that before as my Canadian connection. No, I did not know that. I, I also want to throw something in. We've, we've talked a lot of smack about ODB and all it's like being a character. But yeah. one thing, he once saw an accident and helped rescue a little girl, a four-year-old girl from a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kept visiting her in the hospital under a fake name until media got wind of it and bugged him. And he, he didn't oh, want to make a okay. production about visiting a little, like, you know, like he man. yeah, he wasn't yeah. doing it for any sort of media attention. So I thought that was pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Just on that note, just before, you know, I think that might get lost in all. I think it does. Sometimes when there's so much hate. And for street Negative. cred. Yeah. Street cred, right? Yeah. yeah. He was also in 1999, paid $30,000 to be on the Insane Clown Posse's album. He just... And I quote rambled about bitches. <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds like ICP. <laughs> so they kind of made four little rhymes out of that, out of the ramblings to kind of be back on, kind of like editing them out of the album <laughs> for $30,000. I wonder if he cared. Probably didn't. He was paid. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I'll do whatever I want. Leave. Yeah. Edit it out. Yeah. Yep. I, hey, it reminds me of the time I was on a TV show. Edited me out. Yeah. Still got paid for the day. Or <laughs> actually, I, they didn't edit me out. They just cut the scene, so I didn't even get to be the background extra that day. So, is it because you kept rambling about bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a famous actor. Where's all the bitches? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that's why I was never invited back. <laughs> what song should we take off this album and put on? I really enjoyed the song, The Stomp. I oh, definitely yeah. enjoyed that visual that he created. The second I listened to that song today, it felt like I was 15 years old again at a high school dance requesting a DJ to play that song, and he did. Oh, did. And it was huh. flawless. <laughs> There's a great rhyme in there, but he rhymes. Oh, I can't even say it. Cigarette? Do you know the rhyme? No. Please, please elaborate. With N-word at. 
Bucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like that rhyme, and I don't know what that says. I mean, you could maybe bleep that out if you want. But what do you think? What song? Uh, I'll, I'll go with the song. I'll, I'll go with that because I don't think everyone knows it. Yeah. Very good. I win. You yes. do. It wasn't even an argument. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to like lay the smack down, but I'm too tired. <laughs> I love the visual of me though. <laughs> like I couldn't really like wearing my blouse and cardigan and like <laughs> listening to this album around the house cleaning. Like it was just like this is not what this album was meant for. <laughs> A middle aged woman in her work clothes. <laughs> Old DB just turned around in his grave. <laughs> the irony was not lost on me. <laughs> there were also some. I like the piano in this, on this album. Okay, just throwing that out there in case anyone. Kind of reminded me of what's his name, Bismarcky, Bismarck, Bismarcky. You know who I'm talking about, right? Say he's just a friend. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is murky, yeah. Yeah, just threw that out there. It just yeah. reminded me uh, of that. I was thinking of Otto von Bismarck. There was... <laughs> Far enough. There was also the big burp on going down. That song reminded me of Elf. <laughs> <laughs> and probably they weren't referencing ODB for that, but I can't say for sure. Well, Farrell wasn't. just wanted to say my two, my two cents about it. But yeah, I was... I really liked this album. It was really not my, like you like saying, not anything I really knew or listened to, but glad I did. Yeah. I was going to ask, but you, I think you answered it with that, but are you happy with Monk's selection? Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Are you happy you picked this album? 100%. 100%. I mean, a lot different than the Spice Girls album. (laughs) Whole different vibe. I felt attacked. I wasn't featured on that. (laughs) Just kidding. A whole different dance that I had to do for this than that. (laughs) And nobody will see any of those dances. So what album are you going to pick for next week? I'm between two. One's Canadian, and we just did Canadian. So um, I'm going to go with, I need to look up the name because I can't. Verses by Pearl Jam. Just that. Uh, <laughs> I know. I don't think Avery's a big Pearl Jam fan. I'm kind of whatever. But we'll listen, see. Though. Yeah, it'll be good to come back. And maybe my memories of it are. Maybe the song is going to be better than my memories of it, or the CD is going to be better than my memories of it. Yeah. It's funny how music hits differently when you get older. Yeah, too, it right? does. Yeah. You were certainly right about that. Like how I liked Jewel growing up and laughed. Without <laughs> yeah. some of the songs this time, but there's stuff that like I think I think you're right, and also appreciation for different genres is now different when you're older than right. Like I think I when we did Spice World a couple weeks ago, I think I appreciated that more now than what I did then. Yeah, it wasn't like I thought it was a good album. Looking back on it, where I wouldn't have listened to that at all. Yeah. Or even watched it without, listened to it without seeing the music videos. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never heard the music, seen the video. <laughs> Whole different version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought that would be a little bit, a little bit different yeah. for us. Yeah, I think it is. You know, go back to that, like, 
grungy sound. And yeah, that's all I yeah. have. <laughs> it's between that and something I know really well. So okay. I'll go with something different. Yeah. Okay. And on Friday, we are doing Dust on the Bottle yes, yes, by something, something Mitchell. No. David Murray Michael. I don't know. He has three names and I can't ever remember what they are. I'll, I'll learn it by Friday. Oh, but you were able to remember this guy's name, old dirty bastard. He has three names. Dirt and Gert. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, everybody, for listening, Monk. Thanks for being on. This was super fun again. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, my <laughs> pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, no problem.